0: Hello everyone and welcome to Tenny Talks. It's your girl Tenny and I am so pleased to be out here with you guys. This is my first episode, and I'm dedicating it to all my listeners. Yes. You know, so let's get on with it. Today I want to just talk about one of the one of the movies I really loved growing up. Okay, now Uh, Has anyone heard of um, Dancer in the Dark? The movie was produced sometime in 2000, and the star actress was Jorg. She's from Czechoslovakia. I hope I didn't murder that. (laughs) Yes, but that has to be my favorite movie. The entire universe, and I loved it because of the uniqueness of it. You know, the star performance by Joke and her music. Mm, Wow, Joke was just magnificent in that movie. Now, in case you don't know what it's about, or in case you haven't seen the movie, the movie is about uh, a single mother who moves. All the way from her country, Czechoslovakia, down to the US, you know, in search of a better life for herself and her son. Now, one of the main reasons why she did this was because she was suffering from this horrible disease that was going to take away her, her eyesight. She was going to go blind eventually, and she wanted to be in a place where she could work hard, save enough money, and also get her son treated you know, because eventually he would need surgery if he was going to you know if he was going to live a better life, you know, without the scare of going blind. So she worked hard. She worked really hard. She got a job in a factory and that was that was it. She worked hard, she slaved away and she put the money, all the money that she made, she put it away in a safe. You know, day by day she put it away in a safe towards this you know goal. The beautiful part of the movie for me was the musical. it was a musical. and you find that you know music coming in whenever she wanted whenever she needed to escape from the real world. she would run off to her fantasy land from time to time. Just to survive, you know, to get herself up and up again. It, so from time to time, maybe she's and she when she's in the, the when she's at the factory, she would just go into this place where she's the star, you know, the star performer in this musical, and she's singing, and the the sounds that were incorporated in it's just it were they were just so. Unique. Shina sounds from all the machinery in the factory. Sounds from the dance, you know, the, the feet going, tapping on the floor. And Joke has a really, truly unique voice. I don't think anybody sounds quite like her. She's just so unique. The first time that I saw her, I thought to myself, now this has to be what a fairy looks like. <laughs> She looked like she stepped out of out of um, a fairy tale. She just looks different, special, unique, authentic, original. You can just, you know, look for the right of the replies and just stick it there. That was a joke. And I loved that movie. I loved the music. My favorite, favorite, favorite song was the song, um, I've seen it all. Yes, it was magical. I used to escape a lot as a child to to my own fantasy land, but mine was more to nature, you know? I love the sound of the rain, Sometimes the loneliness would bite so hard that you just want to escape. And I would escape to the world that was around me when it rained, the sound of the rain on the tarmac, on the, on the floor, on the, on the road, wherever it fell, on the rocks, on the trees, on the leaves, Oh my goodness, on the puddles, I would still myself in such a way, in such a manner that would that it would allow me to hear the different sounds, you know, the sound of the rain beating on the, on, the, on, the, on the tin roofs, on the regular roofs, so I don't even know what those ones are called. On the cars, oh my goodness, I just enjoyed it. It was the most beautiful, beautiful thing. Just thinking about it just gives me goosebumps. You just felt like you you weren't alone. I felt like I wasn't alone. You. It was a beautiful feeling. Another thing that I would, you know, just escape to is the sun. And maybe that sounds crazy, but there has to be somebody else that sees things this way. (laughs) I just loved the way it felt on my body, on my skin. It just felt like you were being wrapped up in this blanket. And it just made you feel, I just felt warm. I felt seen in that space. That was my escape world. Funny, but it was. So in a lot of ways, I, I, I loved short um, songs. I enjoyed the musical, especially in that movie, you know. And I would sing every, I just I knew every song by heart. I would sing every song from time to time and I would just get lost in my own musical and dance and sing and dance. Yes, I loved it. It's an incredibly sad movie though. Because yes, she was able to save up all the money but the money was stolen by her landlord who wanted to gift his wife all the good things of life but didn't have the heart or the balls to tell his wife that he couldn't afford to he was so ashamed and yet he was going bankrupt so what does he do he steals summer's money all of it oh my goodness so in the end she kills him she he actually begged her to kill him He told her that that was the only way she could get the money back. And she needed that money for her son's surgery. In the end, she was sentenced to death by hanging. And she died. Her son did get the surgery in the end, though. Now, you know, this narrative is really, really short. And it doesn't really go in detail. So... Please 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 go see the movie. Anyway, so going forward, another scene I liked from the movie was her relationship with her son and the sacrifice that she was making. You you hear about the sacrifice and you understand it when you listen to the song of Senior All. She was it she was okay with making the sacrifice because it meant that her son would see. It meant that he wouldn't go blind, and he would get a better quality of life, whether or not she was there. So she she was giving up everything. She gave up, you know, her own happiness, her own pleasure. She slaved away for him, and you could feel that love in the tenderness of her voice and the way that she spoke to him. And the way that she related with him. And deep down, as a young girl, I wanted to be a mother like that. To be able to feel, to be able to, you know, I wanted to love my children with every fiber of my being. I wanted to raise them the right way. I wanted them to be good men, you know, who would love their wives, love their children, and build strong homes and strong families. That was my dream. Funny, when some women were dreaming of building empires, I I dreamt of building a home for my children. The weird part was, growing up was, was incredibly lonely for some reason. I never quite understood why at the time. Looking back, I realized that I was I don't know. I think I I was starved of a lot of, of emotion, I think. Yes, that would be it. Being a single parent was really hard on my mom. It wasn't that she was a single parent. It was just that my father was gone a long time, and she had to raise all four of us by herself. And in that space, in that situation, there was no room for me, I guess. I didn't fit in anywhere, not really. And I guess I just felt invisible, and just like 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 my life didn't matter. Uh-huh. You know, it would have been nice to have a relationship with my mother. It would have be been nice to just feel like. It would have been nice. I look look around at a lot of women and I envy the relationship they have with their moms. But then again, you get what you get. So, and you know, life is what it is. Life is what it is. So... So I wanted to to sing uh, the song from Joke. I've seen it all, and I will sing it at the end of this episode. But another thing that I wanted to talk about was, because of the emptiness that I experienced growing up, I think it affected the kind of spouse that I chose at the end. A lot of the experiences that you go through in childhood, you find that it influences your life in a big way. It can either build you up and you know keep you strong or it can just shatter you into a thousand pieces. In my case, it shaped the way I saw life. It shaped the way I perceived love. I didn't know what love felt like. I didn't know what It meant when somebody would say to to me, I love you, I had no idea (laughs) what it was supposed to feel like or look like, right? And I was so deeply ashamed of the emptiness that I felt inside, like something was missing. And I was afraid that people would look in and they would see it and they would think that I was weak. So I kept everyone far away. When I met the man that I married eventually, it's it felt familiar. Something about him just felt familiar. And I think it was the fact that he didn't see me. And it also felt comfortable because I was okay with him not seeing me because I didn't know how to bear my soul. I didn't know how to need or how to want or how to ask especially for the things that I needed because I wasn't accustomed to doing so. I wasn't accustomed to any of that. Anyway, that is sad, but, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just one of the things. To, so I'm just gonna sign off now. I'm sorry this is gonna be super, super, super short, but I definitely I just want to throw in some of the things that I've learned from my experience. And one of one of the things that I've learned is, you yes, you can't turn back the hands of time, but one way you can change things, just a little bit at a time, is. to is to reparent yourself and I know that sounds a little bit crazy but it's, it's working for me. You have to love yourself, you just have to, if you are to keep living, if you are to survive, you need to get yourself to a point where you not just love yourself, where you are appreciative of your journey, where you appreciate who you are, where you are thankful for the process that you have gone through to make you who you are, where you are accepting of this person that you are now, today. You have to get to a point where you just take a look at your story, where you're coming from, accept it all, take it all in, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything that is you, you take your all in, you know, you're breathing, you breathe out and just, mm, this is mine and this that's it, you know, look in the mirror and accept everything, you know, the red eyes, if you got wrinkles, fine, take the wrinkles, <laughs> if you got, if you got love handles here and there, love it all the same, You know, whatever it is, love your, your perfections and your imperfections, the good, the bad, the ugly, because the truth is you can't change something that you can, that you don't accept. If you don't love yourself, you won't take care of yourself. You won't try. You wouldn't even want to get up in the mornings. You won't want to do anything. You just say to yourself, what's the point? Even if you don't say it, even if you don't articulate it, it's going to be somewhere deep in your consciousness. And you wouldn't feel the need to try. You wouldn't feel the need to, to push for more. So, I remember when I first made the decision to back on this journey to of change yeah that's what I'll call it I had just had my son my my third child he was okay not just had he was he was about uh, maybe about seven eight months at the time and I'd had enough of feeling sorry for myself yes I didn't have the best childhood yes uh, you know My husband wasn't the greatest whoever, it's just life. And I just wanted desperately, (laughs) I wanted desperately to break out of my mold. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was tired of living this life, going around in circles and lacking the understanding Lacking the very perception that I needed to move me from where I was to where I needed to be. And I didn't know how to get it. You know? I prayed. I did a lot of things. And nothing was working. I wish somebody had just, just sat me down and said, it's okay. It's okay not to understand. It's okay that you're confused, that, that, that you don't know what's going, it's okay. Just calm down and take it all in. Everything's going to be all right. So even though I didn't have that, I tried to, to tell myself that everything was going to be okay and and believe it you know and take things one step at a time now if you want to hear more about that i can get into it but i'm not going to today so that's all i have for today's episode now on my next episode which will be coming out on wednesday um i'm going to be sharing my poems with you i you love poetry and I hope you love music I will be sharing some of my favorite 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 songs some of the some of the artists that have um, you know shaped my life <laughs> shaped my thought process you know and added that spark now and then I'm going to be sharing them and I hope you enjoy so, I'm going to end this with a song from Jacques. I have seen it all, I have seen the trees, I have seen the willow leaves dancing in the breeze of sin, and kill by his best friend and lives that were over the they were spent. I have seen what I want, and I know what I'll be. Yeah, I've seen, and I oh, hope there is no more to see. Okay, so that was my version. I can't really call the version, I just sang it, you know. And <laughs> that's the first, the first verse. It's a really long song, but it's truly, truly nice. And I just want to end. Life isn't perfect. But then again, if it were perfect, then we wouldn't learn anything. The whole point of going through trying times and difficulties is to learn, is to grow, is to... Become something other than what you are right now. And you are the only person in a position to decide that, to decide whether you're going to jump on that train, that train of change. Go through the difficulty and allow yourself to be beaten, to be shaped, to be tossed about so that you can become the person that you were meant to be. And even if you don't believe in, in um, what do you call it now, predestination, you can just look at it this way, that life happens and the challenges that come well, they come too. You can either take the things that trouble you, take the the, the hard times and make something out of it and determine within yourself that you're going to make honey out of it, you're going to Bring beauty out of it. Or you could just sit there and wallow in the misery. (laughs) Wallow in the misery and allow it to overcome you and allow yourself to slowly sink into nothingness. Well, I have chosen to pick up my baton and make music out of the craziness. Yes, that is my decision. That is my stance. Make music out of the craziness. So, please, go out, make music out of your madness. Make love, make joy, you know, squeeze the peace out of all that noise. Just create something beautiful for yourself and for everyone around you. Okay, so goodbye for now. I love you all and thank you for listening to my podcast. And um, I will see you again on Wednesday. Bye-bye.